Hey, this is Vito. This is Liz. And we are two lovebirds trying to navigate through life, love, and parenting the best we can. Each month, we take on a new challenge in an attempt to deepen our relationship and spice things up a bit. Join us as we share the lessons we learn from all the bumps in the road we travel on. Welcome to the long haul. Oh, I got nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what happened? Am I plugged in? Are we in? Yeah. I grabbed the microphone like like I was about to sing a song and like something came up something came through me and i was like don't sing so i got really <laughs> nervous because you know how you grab the mic like this yes and it's like on a mic stand so i was like oh my god my, my aretha stage. my aretha frank aretha <laughs> i can't say it my aretha franklin <laughs> well okay so i okay so did i didn't sing no it's a good, but i would have been okay with that i don't know what i was gonna say i was gonna try rapping and i it <laughs> didn't work which we're gonna change our intro yeah to a rap probably probably most likely yeah um so we did record yes before this like a week or two ago and Vito was just kind of being a grump so we were like you know what i don't know if you're being a grump it just i think afterwards like the next day i was like hey do you like how that conversation went and we're like it was okay we could do better yeah basically so you know what there might be some time in between but it's better quality. This is a much quality, not quantity. Better quality yeah. episode. So I listened to your podcast. Oh, thanks, babe. And you had those parenting experts on. Uh-uh. Turns out we didn't know. We do gentle parenting. <laughs> well, you didn't know because, like, I mean, to me, I'm like, okay, we do it ish. Well, There's we still, don't like, some do things. it how social media portrays it. Which we all know, social media just shows like the most extremes of everything. Right, right, right. right. So when I was listening to your podcast, I was like, this is all great information. And then I was like, oh, this is gentle parenting, right? Mm -hmm. But the things that you'll show me on social media, I was like, oh, these people are lunatics. Right, right. Like crazy people. Some of it, I mean... Like I've said before, I definitely take away some things from it, but then there's some like situations and things where I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Um, no, the people you had on were great. They were very well read and, and communicated well and, and got their point across and, and said like, hey, yeah, if your kid's running into the street, that's not a time to like worry about feelings. That's a time to protect your child, you know? And I'm like, yeah, common sense. Hello. You know? Right. Whereas like that we're other online, video I showed like, you was like, Let's skip on the sidewalk instead. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. You need to take your kid. You need to stop your kid from running in the street. It's not like, hey, you can't do that. Let's go do this other fun activity. It's like, you need, that's like, you could die. So you need to be scared of running in the street or of me in that moment because that. It's not about your feelings. It's about surviving. When it comes to dangerous situations. So I would just call it almost common sense parenting where it's like, don't be a dick. And show your kids that you you acknowledge that they know more than what they lead on. Because I think, I mean, going to Africa, I think, was a huge eye-opener for me. Where I was seeing five, six-year-old girls as, like, the lead nurturer of, of the family, right? Like, the, the husbands did nothing, or the fathers did zero, where I was, at least, yeah. in Ghana... And even in Kenya and even in Uganda, the the husbands or the fathers really did zero. 
The mothers did all the farming and the getting the water. So it was like the eldest daughter, even when she was five, was like carrying a baby and walking. Just so much responsibility. And I was like, holy crap, like kids are capable. Mm -hmm. And then having Jovi like just speaking to her and kind of negotiating with her or like not negotiating because ultimately it's what we say goes, but reasoning with her and explaining to her, you know, like, like, no, we're just going to do this or like, yes, you can do that, but it's for this long, you know, or whatever. They catch on. And as long as we can keep our cool and just don't be mean, basically just be kind. I don't know. It's worked so far. I mean, mm-hmm. now she's starting to become a little terror. So it's like, it's going to be testing for sure. So we'll see. But I think that's all gentle parenting is just like, just be kind. Don't take your personal shit out, out on your kids. Right. And then protect them at all costs. Yeah. I think the big thing is to not discipline in anger. Yeah. Which can definitely be hard sometimes. But when I think like, I'm sure we've all done it. But like striving for that, okay, obviously she's not throwing everything everywhere because she's like, screw you, mom. You know what right, I mean? Right. There's like, something else going on. And and it's just also that age, like she's two years old. She is going to push boundaries and she could even just be like, oh, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I even like when I get a reaction, oh, mom and dad freak out when I throw my food on the floor. Watch this, mm-hmm. you know, like. Mm-hmm. Who knows? She could be like... Yeah, we have to figure out a different approach for that because it that pisses me off so much. The throwing when, the food. Oh, when she yeah. does that. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to say. Right. That's, that's the hard thing. Like, is... Clearly, yelling isn't going to do anything because she's very strong-willed. Yes. And she's very... Not independent because she's very snuggly and whatever, but independent. Yeah. You know, she'd be like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Let's do this. Let's go to war. <laughs> um, There's actually, because I remember when I interviewed the kids. Is there research? Yeah, there's, well, this kids eating color lady who came on the podcast. She's awesome. Her name's Jennifer. Um, she has a free download guide or like a blog about when your kids throw food on the floor and what to do about it. Oh, cool. So, download that. Yeah. We, or it's a, it might be a blog. I don't remember if it's a download or a blog, but yeah. Um, we got to look at that because, yeah, it's this thing where sometimes she's, the the best part though is like when she just like listens and it's so sweet Mm -hmm. because she, she does this thing where she just pretends that she can't hear you and just blatantly ignores you when you're like, Hey Jovi, like just for the littlest things. Mm -hmm. If I'm like, Hey Jovi, Jovi, Jovi. And you know she can hear you, and she's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, and that's like a lot. I beat I beat her the other day, so she was doing that. I said, Jovi, come here. I have I have something to tell you. You just said I beat her the other I day. I beat her. No, I, like not. <laughs> I know, but I'm just I saying like her. how it her. sounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. No, I beat her in that game. Okay. In the game of like who's gonna break first? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I've never. I've never hit. <laughs> I've never hit anybody, I don't think. I've never gotten I mean, into a fight. Your brother, I'm sure. No. I've never gotten it. Yeah, I mean wrestling, but um <clears throat> so I go I go, Jovi, come here. I have something to tell you. And she just ignores me. And it's like we're four feet away. I couldn't reach her, but she was close enough. 
I go, come here. I, and then she kept annoy, ignoring me. And I said, I just kept saying, come here, come here. And I didn't move. And then she turned around and looked at me and kind of smiled. And I go, come here. I have something to tell you. And she didn't do it. And it was like five minutes, I think. Where then I, <laughs> oh I like gosh. stopped. And then she kind of looked at me. I go, and then I whisper, I go, come here. And I'm like waving her over. And she kind of came over, then ran away. And then kind of came over, then ran away. And then finally she came. And I told her, I said, let's take the dog. You know, I don't want to say it because he's sitting here. He's going to start freaking out. But then she was like, yes. And she's like, you know, get, you know, shoes, whatever. So all this excited stuff. to go yeah. on a W-A-L-K. So I was like, see, listen to me. I have good things to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't get up to go get her. I didn't like stop. I didn't let her win. I was yeah. like, no, you're coming to me. Yeah. You're definitely... I will sit here all night <laughs> until you I come. I play this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so cute though. Yeah, because lately, I'm, like today, we were sitting by your mom's pool and my the beach bag was sitting somewhere else and she wanted something. I'm like, I, I was like, Jovi, I'm like, can you go get the beach bag for me? She's like, yeah. And she brought it over. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And she, you know, she's mm-hmm. just like, it's just like so sweet when she just does little things or, but she's been picking up the food. That's the thing. Today, at your mom's house she had a couple bites of peach and then or no I put them on a napkin and she grabbed them and threw them on the floor and so I took her I'm like Jovi we do not throw food and I had her pick it up first and I'm like pick up the food and she'll do it now there was Mm -hmm. like a time when I'd be like pick up the food and she'd just completely ignore you yeah and like now I'm like you need to pick it up yeah and she will yeah. And I'm like, that's nice. It's I'm like, pick it's up weird. the food. And she just did it. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought this was going to be a lot harder. Um, but she's just been being like so sweet. I'll like, I don't know. I'll do something small mm-hmm. or just be like, here, like have some water. And she's like, thank you so much. And I'm like, you're so cute. Yeah. I just love you. So uh, in the last month or so that we, in between the podcast, we had um, a couple birthdays. Mm-hmm. And one of them was my nephew's ninth. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's probably, what, seven cousins, I think, like nieces and nephews on my side. Yeah. And they were going to go out to dinner on his birthday and then go get ice cream or something like that. And it was like a super busy day. We couldn't make it to dinner and we could really not even make it to ice cream. And I got home and I was like, Liz, let's go get ice cream. And, and you're like... Well, they're, they've been there for an hour. Like, they're not going to wait for us. Like, it's done, basically. I said, I don't care. Let's go. I said, even if we catch them leaving, like, let's go. And it's, a, it's like a 15-minute drive or something. And you're like, no. And I'm like, I'm going. I said, I'm, I'm bringing Joby. If you want to come, let's, you know, come. And then you, you ended up coming. And then we were walking to go get ice cream. And you're like, I don't know why your family celebrates nine times a birthday. And I was like, because the more you celebrate, the better it is. And I said, I go, it's so important. I remember as a kid, just when people show up for you for your birthday, it just means it like it sticks with you, right? Like you feel important. And even if it's for one day, even if it's just for like a night, you feel like people are there for you specifically, you know? Right. And you're telling me this like on the way there. So I'm telling you this as we're like walking, right? And I'm like, I go... I go, trust me, my nephew is going to remember this. Like, he's going to remember seeing us. Like, he, he will remember this. And you're like, whatever, kind of rolling your eyes. And as we were walking up, they were saying goodbye. My parents were there and then my my nephew and, and sister and stuff. So then I yelled. I yelled his name 
from across the street and I'm like yelling and he can't hear me. So I'm like yelling louder. And then he sees us and realizes this. He, it's us. And what happened? He was so excited. He goes, I knew you guys were going to show up. Yeah. So excited. So, like, like you can see, you can feel his energy shifting. Like he was like ready to pack in the night. Only my parents could make it. My brother and they had like soccer and stuff or whatever. They couldn't make it. So it's just him, his siblings and my parents. And then we pull up at the, you know, buzzer beater walking up. And he was like, I knew you were going to come. I knew you were going to make it. Smiles, hugs, everything. I mean, I mean, that like we were there for what? 15 minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. I brought him inside. I got him a piece of chocolate because he had already had ice cream. So he couldn't have more. And uh, he'll remember that. He will remember that for a very long time. And it's like, that's the, it's the little, it's the little, little things that really, really matter. You know, it's not about the massive gift. That piece of chocolate costs like $3. But just showing up, you know, just being there. It's, it's huge. It's everything. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why we celebrate three times in a week. Because it's like, yeah, we'll have the birthday party Saturday, but my birthday's on a Wednesday. So it's like, okay, yeah, we'll celebrate, we'll do friends, but then like Sunday, let's just, just us as a family. But then on your actual birthday, you should have people show up for you. That's just the way we've always done it. It wasn't like a point. It was just, no, it's your birthday today. We're going to have whatever. People are going to come over for cake and coffee. That's like classic... Unless your birthday's on a Friday or Saturday, then it's like, this is your party. This is your day. But if your birthday's during the week, you got to do cake and coffee. Yeah. I just didn't grow up like that, but I was telling you, like, I didn't grow up around family like you did. Yeah. So I didn't have my aunts and I had like the one aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. like when I was younger, but that's it. But I. That this is something I would like to take into our friendships as well. Like just being there, just showing up for each other, you know? Well, I think it's important to show up for each other, yeah. But like even to go out of your way, mm-hmm. just to like, just to show them, yeah, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about you, you know? Yeah, I think that's It's huge, nice. it's everything. One thing that I've actually been better about lately um, is calling people. Um, just like this last month or so. Actually, the last couple of months. Just whenever I have a long drive or I'm, you know, going somewhere. Like, I always, I'm actually calling friends and catching up. Yeah. And so, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's the little things. Mm-hmm. Nothing has, it doesn't have to be planned. It doesn't, oh, let's do a date night. Oh, let's. No, just do the little things. Just do the little things. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a huge difference. Yeah. In your relationships and your happiness and like the impact you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the exci- yeah, like, the excitement think... in his face was like. Yeah, it was, it was nice. unforgettable. It was nice. He was really excited. Yeah. So uh, you have in our notes Poppy. Oh, uh, okay. What is that? So. Our neighbors invited us over last week for a birthday party, and uh, everyone there was either Colombian or Venezuelan. 
and we were talking to like this one couple and they were yeah a couple husband and wife and she had said something to him and she, and he was like oh do you want something and she's like yes poppy like she said something like that and i was just like man i wish i could get away with saying that <laughs> but i can't if i were to call you poppy it would feel like i have daddy issues and that it's just like weird but i like it when other people say it I didn't even notice it. That's something I would have normally noticed. And I, I thought about you in it. I'm like, huh, I wonder if Vito like picked up on that. No, I didn't hear it. Because I like it. Like in the Latin cultures, like when they say that, like to their lover. Yeah. I like it. But I can't say it to you because I would feel weird saying it. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I can't pull it off. Yeah, first of all, you have no Latin in you. You know... I beg to differ. You have a lot of Italian in you. Shut up. Oh Found my gosh. it. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, but I, it's like something that I wish I could get away with saying. You could call me Poppy. I can't though. Call I just, me Poppy. I feel like Poppy. See, it no, sounds like a it. poppy no, seed. No, say like you say like you mean it. I can't on here. I can't do it's it. A poppy. No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I wish I could get away with saying something like that. But like, I just can't. I I would feel weird saying it. Here's, and I feel like it's basically like calling you daddy. Can I help and then you with this? Weird. What? You just gotta own it. Yeah, I guess. You can't be self conscious about it. The more you think about it, the weirder it is. I think the only way I could say it to you is if we were doing like a whole like Latin role play. That's thing. what I'm saying. It doesn't have to and be. And then I could just do say, it. Just say "ti papi." <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it once, and you didn't like it. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, whenever I hear it, even in like rap songs or whatever, I'm like, go I like for it. it. Try it out. I don't like it already, though. Okay. That's like, I just wish. So you like, like it or you don't like it? I like it when sentence, other people use it. Yeah. I wish I was comfortable myself using it. I wish I was that cool. Well, why don't you just come up with a different word and call me that? I know, but you don't like different words. I've tried calling you honey and you hate it. Yeah, that's such a weird word. <laughs> don't call me honey. See? It's not that weird. Um, okay. So you just like actually yawned in real life, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you know this, that sometimes when you're like bored or un- not necessarily Me uncomfortable, you, okay. when you're like bored or if I'm like talking and I can tell you just like want the conversation to end or you're mm-hmm. just kind of like irritated, you do like this fake yawning thing. I never fake yawn. Yes, you do. I, I never. That was a real yawn that I just saw, but you'll be like, yeah, <sighs> I never and it's the fakest thing I've ever I seen. I would never fake anything. Yeah, you do it. I, I think it's almost more of like a tick. It's probably a tick. It's not right. fake. Mm, it's not a really yawn. It's well, a like, oh, this thing's it. so stupid. I'm just going to, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Mm. I'm not controlling it. Mm. It could be also my narcolepsy. <laughs> Which so we all know you have. Why don't you just stop throwing judgment around? <laughs> I can't help when I yawn. You can help this because it's like a blatant. To me, it's like, <laughs> to me, it's like this blatant, like, oh, he's telling me what I'm getting right now is he's over this conversation or he's bored by this thing. Probably. And he's like, hmm. yeah, okay. Oh, hmm. You think I would, you think I'm that 
theatrical. I think it's just like a subconscious thing of you. Well, then stop being boring. I noticed you doing it to other people. Well, they should stop being boring. It's not boring. You're uninterested. You're... Be more interesting. (laughs) Who else did I do it to? People. I've seen you do it. Okay. It's got to be a tick. I noticed it like years ago. It's got to be a tick. And then I felt like maybe it kind of went away and now it's like... Oh, he's fake yawning again. What's going I'm on? I'm not... I would... <laughs> that's such like a, a drama queen thing to do. It, it Then it's a tick, but I'm going to call it a fake yawn. But now that I've said it, you're going to catch it and you'll be like, is this I want to yawn, yawn right now. <laughs> now I'm like forcing down. I'm like yawning without moving my face. I have narcolepsy. I can literally sleep anywhere, anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere. Here's the thing. I woke up at four o'clock this morning. Yeah. I drove two and a half hours to work, worked all day, drove three hours back because of traffic. I drank a Starbucks Frappuccino I got from a gas station. I drank an Arnold Palmer. I had a Gatorade. I had two bags of seeds and one of those Quest bars. I am like so overtired and so like depleted, lit as oh. the kids say. Lit. Like I have so much energy, but I know once I hit the bed, I'm going to just be out. Wow. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like choking down my yawns because you're like, oh, you yawn too much. I'm not saying you yawn too much. You just it's be more interesting. It's not even it, it's not even just a bored conversation. I feel like it's also when you're irritated. How about it's when maybe you've talked for too long. I without see you taking doing it to other people. Well, That's what I'm saying. I don't know. When they're like, how was your day? You're like, oh, fine. I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You do. Now you're going to notice it. No. No. No, I'm not. Because I don't do it. You're going to catch yourself. And then you're never going to tell me that you're catching yourself or that I was right. You're annoying. Hmm. Do I sense a yawn? (sighs) (laughs) You're so annoying. You like to think you're not dramatic, but maybe a wee bit. Uh... I think I'm, I I definitely, and we've talked about this. I like to exaggerate for the sake of the story. Just because sometimes, you know, oh, it happened twice versus it happened three times. Mm -hmm. You know, it just makes the story better. Mm -hmm. So if I, if I find it necessary, I will put it in, I will put a, you know, Mm -hmm. a slight exaggeration. If you ask my cousin, I'm like the biggest exaggerator in the world. But he doesn't know anything. So, <laughs> what he also would say is, I might be the most entertaining person in the world. Mm-hmm. So the two go hand in hand. Exaggerating okay? and entertaining. I'm going to tell you the truth mm-hmm. with some flair. Okay. To make it more exciting. Okay. Guess guess what I never see. What people yawning when I'm talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, babe. <laughs> so something's got to be there. Oh, God. Maybe. We'll see. You're going to catch it. You're going to notice it. It's a tick for sure. Okay. I'll do, I'll do you want me to point it out when it's happening? It's happening right now. I just choked down. You can't choke down a real yawn, babe. It, okay. You're just being annoying on purpose now? I can't fake a yawn. I don't know how to fake a yawn. You, I would argue it's impossible to fake a yawn. If yes, you so try- then how are you choking these real yawns down? 
by using my muscles in my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anytime I try to hold in a yawn, I'm like. Right. Yeah. It like goes up the back like of your nose. Yeah. It goes, yeah. Your mouth and your nose are like ticking. Yeah. If you twitching. smile, if you smile hard enough, you can choke it down. No. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Man, I feel like I haven't. I feel like I've seen you for a total of 10 minutes this week. Yeah. It's been so busy. It's been very busy. But they've been awesome 10 minutes. I think. 45 seconds of those were really awesome (laughs) (laughs) on three separate occasions (laughs) yeah efficiency is key when you're married with two kids and your in-laws are in your home yeah my parents just left today they were here for a month almost or yeah a month almost exactly yep Mm mm-hmm it's going to be an adjustment, I feel like, for me next week because I've been able to, like, wake up and just go for a run without the kids. And then I come home and my dad has made me breakfast. <laughs> yeah, it's a different life, huh? And then my mom watches Jovi while should I get put no, down We should Tula. get no pair. Yeah, I thought about that before. I don't think so. I would feel weird about a stranger living in my house. Agreed. I don't think I'd be okay with it. Unless no, like we had like a mansion and they had their own like nah. separate thing. That I think would make it even weirder. I'd want them sleeping right next to our room. Ooh, not me. I want to hear you get up. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how people did it. People do it. Do it still, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I guess it's just the fear mongering that our country loves to shove down our throats. Yeah, that could definitely be part of it. No, for me, it's more like our privacy. Like, you come home from work, and there's this other person just there. Yeah. Like, it's never just, like, us as a family, and it's never... Yeah, Like, it's all three of us on the couch watching TV at the end of the night. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I just would like some alone time. Epe. But what if one of our daughters wanted to go be an au pair somewhere, like in Europe? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> what kind of stupid questions are these? Babe, they're going to make their own decisions and have their own lives. Yeah, are they? Yeah. <laughs> it, you're, you're doing this on purpose. You're just, you're like trying to, you're poking a sleeping bear is what you're doing. No, I'm not. I was just asking a question. I feel like it'd be a cool, would, you'd be okay with them like in college doing a foreign exchange student thing and like living in another country over there for in a semester. In college? Yeah. I wouldn't like it, but you're, you're grown. You need to really start being either you're going to act grown and be grown or, you know, you're not going to grow up for a while. But that didn't answer the question at all. No, I wouldn't be happy about it. But okay. But like Chach went and lived in Rome for a semester. Right, yeah, okay. Great experience. You know what you know what would happen? What? I would go with them. Babe, you can't do that. You're so funny. For sure. <laughs> if they were there for three months, I'd be there for at least a month. Does like every dad listening to this podcast that has daughters feel this way, I wonder. Yeah. If they didn't, no, I they know. might. I don't have, have an opinion about like, it. But they might that's be like, yeah, my kids are gonna have their own life. I get it. Yeah. I think it also depends on how you grew up because there's a lot of things I feel like with your family that were different from mine. Like I thought that it's 
Like I never would have asked my parents if I could go. Whereas like in your family, they'd be like, oh, like I got to talk to my parents, try to get them on, like ask the, you know what I mean? And It's like, different me, in the sense of like my parents. I wouldn't have ever asked. I would have just been like, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you're still in, in some way, form or fashion living under your parents' Oops. support, then it is a respectful thing to do to like if they're supporting you in any way you should definitely get them on board with the decisions you're gonna make yeah see i just i never did that i lived with them when i was 21 or 20 i don't remember how old i was 23 21 2009 whatever i was living with them i didn't ask i just booked a two-month trip to thailand yeah and went and got my TEFL certification. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go to Thailand. They're like, cool. Yeah, different, different, different upbringing for sure. Yeah, but I liked that I had freedom. If I felt like I had to get their permission, I would have rebelled hardcore because I was already like in a rebellious stage. Yeah, you had the life that you lived, and you lived it well. And I had the life that I lived, and I lived it well. And I think if you were me and I were you, we'd do the same thing. I would do what you did. You would do what I did. Yeah. It'll just be interesting how it comes together for our children. I just think that the our airway. house is going to be so <laughs> much fun that our kids aren't going to want to leave for months at a time. I think our girls are going to be like, you guys are going where? Like, why not? Let's just go to my house. It's awesome. We have so much fun. My parents are the best. I just want to hang out with them all the time. You don't think our girls are going to want to experience different cultures and people? Yeah, with us. They're going to want to go with us. They're going to be like, <laughs> they're gonna be like, Papi, can, can you take me to Thailand? And I'll be like, Mija, of course. Oh my gosh, stop. I will. Mm-mm. I'll take them anywhere. Just not anywhere, I guess, but wherever they want to go. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'd love to travel with them. Yeah, that would be fun. If I mean, if we keep having more, it's just going to get harder, but that's cool. And a lot more money. Yeah. If we stop now, we could probably take a lot more trips. Cool. Don't care. <laughs> How about we just make more money and then we could take whatever trips we want? All right. All right. Um. So one thing that like we talked about a really long time ago that we haven't really done is like written down our core values for our family. And like yeah. So I, I had, them. I had a different thought about maybe not a different thought, but just a different question mm-hmm. of like, what, what is something I'll take you guys on my thoughtful journey. Cause get in the head with veto. Mm-hmm. Um, get in, get the- in head with veto giving. No, no, just get in veto's head. Get in. <laughs> get out of here uh so i was thinking i had a lot of time to think today i was driving a lot i was thinking what are what are like core beliefs you have to have in order to have an amazing life right like jovi's in in the swim class right now and the teacher speaks to her and says you can do hard things and I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was um, that was one of my birth affirmations with Tula. It, it, I said it to myself every day before I had her. I, I would, can do hard things. I would say that is like 
that's a must have. You yeah. must for any stage in life, wherever you are, you must have the belief that without a doubt that you can do hard things. Like to me, that's something that I would paint on a wall or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the, you get to see that every day. I can do hard. I was things. already like envisioning how I'm going to put it in the girls room. Okay. When you said that you'd paint it on a wall, I'm like, oh, I should put that on her little like letter board thing. Yeah, I can do hard things. I think that's like a, a core belief that every human must adopt to just live a, an awesome life. And I was thinking, what are what are beliefs we want to instill in our children? Because I think you can you can create beliefs in your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, what do you think? Well, when we were chatting a little bit before this, I told you, I think one that's really important is just, I am worthy. That's a big one. Yeah. And I think that's sort of like when I was saying, like, it feels so good when people show up for you. I think that's the thought that comes in. It's like, oh, I'm worthy of this person's time. Like they showed right, up. And... But you can't, it can't be dependent on other no, people. No, right. I'm saying that's why I never grew up with like affirmations or whatever. So I'm saying that's the feeling and it feels really good. So if you can if you can believe that feeling, if you can believe that without needing external validation from it, mm-hmm. then you can feel that amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You just have to. So with when I do my coaching and stuff, this is a, 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 an activity we do is when we're trying to build new core beliefs, you have to give it legs, right? Like you have to give it reasons so that you buy into that belief right so like how do you how do you believe that you are worthy mm-hmm. like that to me would be a little tricky mm. like i am worthy okay how do i know that i am worthy i don't know if i like the word worthy i guess what does it mean worthy of what i guess t- to me it's when i think of i am worthy it's because like one of the core beliefs a lot of people have is that I'm not enough. Right. I'm not enough. I'm not worth it. So, I mean, you could even go to like, instead of I am worthy, I am enough. Yeah. I'm I am feel enough. like they slightly have different meanings though. Cause I could be like, I am enough, but I am worthy is like, no matter what happens, like that doesn't define my worth. That doesn't define, um, my value as a person. Yeah. I think what works for me, and maybe I'm worthy is is for you. It works for you. I think what works for me is I am loved. Mm -hmm. Because I think for me, my fear comes from making mistakes that will um, make me have the perception that people that I love are judging me. And that means that they love me less. And that scares me. That gives me stress, right? That that adds stress to my life. If I think that the people that I care about, like if, I, if I'm afraid of making a mistake that I know you would not be happy with, that would be something I wouldn't do. I would make sure I wouldn't do whatever it is mm-hmm. because I don't want to ever feel that that perception that you love me less, right? So for me, a core belief that I would that I would need to take on is that no matter what, I am loved. Mm-hmm. and it would be f- from god like i am loved whether it's however you view god for me it would just be like i am made from love i think love is the creation force 
So like no matter what, no matter how bad I mess up, no matter what I say that's stupid or whatever, if I can really believe that I am no matter what I'm loved, like that would be for me a core belief that I, that would add a lot of value to my life. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's similar to the I am worthy or, or how would you compare the two? Yeah, I think it is similar. Yeah, because it's like no matter what. The worthy thing just kind of brings currency to mind. Because mm. then I'm like, well, how much am I worth? Yeah. I am worthy. Yeah, am I worth a lot or am I worth a little? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's more of, I guess, like how, how I grew up biblically. Of like... It it reminds me of like that book, Sinners in the Hands of a Loving God. Like the original message it was based off of was like back in the day, this guy who preached the sinners in the hands of a, what was it? Angry God. Angry God, yeah. And um, basically this whole sermon was like, God's holding you over the pits of hell, just waiting to drop you in and all of this stuff. And these people were like, running to god to be saved basically but they were afraid right they were more they were more running away from the prospect than they were running towards running away from the prospect of hell right but um it's just super interesting the the switch because that's kind of how i always viewed it of okay if god really does love me if god like then how come i guess growing up it was like we are we're just like absolutely worthless without god and it's like i i get the message but then you're saying people who don't believe in god are worthless or people who don't have faith or people like then that message doesn't ring true or clear because god loves all of us the same mm-hmm. whether we have faith or love him back or not right and so for me, that's kind of like where the worth thing sure. comes in of like, okay, like always kind of, like I said, growing up being like you're a sinner, you're, you know, all these things, like basically every single Sunday you need to like repent and re-ask Jesus into your heart for everything. Mm. And just kind of like changing that and just being like, okay, like I am worthy. Like I I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of belonging. I'm worthy of all of these things, despite anything that I do. Yeah. Despite, like, for me, I put a lot of worth on, like, I feel like crap because I didn't get the things done this week that I wanted to. So I'm a crappy wife or I'm not a good enough mom. And it's like, no, (laughs) that's stupid. Like, you're worthy of all of these things. You deserve love. You are loved. Um, whether you dusted or not, you know, like, mm. I'm like, I can see it. I need to dust. And then it's like, oh, yeah, all happened. that old stuff comes up. So it's, it, it's a very, for me, sure. it goes really far back. Yeah. More deep rooted. But stuff. even like the, the podcast I did with that lady McCall, she talked about like the, how that's like a core belief for so many people of not feeling not enough or not having worth. Yeah. And especially like for women and for moms. So knowing that you're worthy of 
being valued of love of all of these things is so important yeah i would write that down for sure i think one that could pair well with that is is um and let's change the wording because i don't like the wording in my head but it's the only thing that's coming to my mind is i'm i am innately pure and i think this comes from um the idea that because I've made mistakes or because I've done bad things or whatever that I'm tainted or I'm not good. But I believe, I believe that we are all at our core, at our core and who we truly are is good. Yeah. And then the, our life experiences, the, the decisions we've made, the, the thoughts that we've had, the, the beliefs that we've developed are all are all are all layers that we've built built up over the years but our core our true self however you want to describe it i believe is good and pure Mm -hmm. and if we can shed those layers and those lies that we've bought into that because i did this that means i'm not good or because i did that that means that i'm x y and z not you know negative stuff if we can shed all that stuff away I believe that who we are truly is just good and pure. And when I remind myself of that, it's like, oh, well, then I can do good things. I can forgive myself for the stuff I've done in the past or the things I've said. And now I can move forward because it was, all that was was a mistake. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another core belief would be um, something to do with hard work. Like hard, um, like progress is inevitable through hard work. Like I just, I just believe that if you work hard at something that you will get positive results mm-hmm. strictly through hard work. Mm-hmm. So I want to do something with that too. It's got to be better though. It's got to be more clear. Um, I think for me, a big core value that I want to instill in our children is just is being generous. Just having, I can't think of the word, but just like unlimited, like generosity, like and it doesn't always have to be obviously like monetary, but just in so many different ways you can be, there's generosity of spirit of kindness, like mm-hmm. all these different things, but like be generous. Like I feel like we, we also live in a world where it, it is true. We were saying the other day, like more money, more problems, right? It's like, okay, like if we made this amount of money, our bills would go up to that, you know, mm-hmm. like you talk about those different things. And it's like, okay, well, if we made more money, how could we live how we're living now? But like one, one thing that like, I always dreamed about even as a kid was like, man, it'd be so cool to be really rich so I could just give so much away Mm -hmm. and take care of people. And I think that that's really important and valuable, like just being generous and kind, I think kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Of just like, 
if they're at school and like a kid doesn't have a place to see, sit, be like, hey, come sit with me. Like noticing like this kid always comes to school and they don't have a warm coat. Yeah. Do we have one that we can give them? Yeah. And like incorporating that into like we have to show it. So into our lives, like I like the whole in Thanksgiving buying meals for people um, over Christmas. Like let's go Christmas shopping for a kid who maybe doesn't have anything. Let's let's show we have to we can't expect our kids to be generous if we're if we aren't and we have to like raise them so what would be the what would be the belief around giving what would be for me a belief you can really take on about giving for me it like i guess i don't know how to word it into like a cute little phrase but like none of it's really ours anyways Mm -hmm. and we can't take any of it with us Mm mm-hmm so what are we like working so hard for? Like obviously so we can enjoy time together, we can enjoy our family, whatever. But like it, it we I don't know, it's it's not mine, it's ours. Like it's our duty to give. For sure. That could be a belief. I believe I believe it's our it's our duty to give. Mhm. I think another one is I know a big thing like with your family too is just like family's everything all these things like I totally I definitely get that um I think especially now since we have two girls mm-hmm. and who knows like what the future holds but your job then like as siblings as sisters is to protect and love each other mm-hmm so that goes like in our home too. Like if there, if something like happens, you know, it's like, okay, is this showing that you protect and love your sister? It th- those aren't the words I'm looking yeah. for. We actually talked about it before because this other lady had mentioned it on the podcast and I was like, oh, that's like so good. I would really like to see our girls support and lift each other up. Right. That's like, it's something like, along those lines and i can't think of the exact what it was before yeah it'll it'll come to you just just yeah maybe journal about it or just start typing yeah we'll have to like think more about it but i encourage people listening to like write it down yeah. Maybe share with us some of yours mm-hmm. and get some ideas. I definitely want to go through this more with you though and, and write more down and, and hone in. Cause I think it's important not, not to just make them like cute sayings, but how can we word these so that they become beliefs? Mm. I thought of the one. Okay. I thought of how I was looking to word it. The one lady that I interviewed, like she was saying how in her home, one of them is you are your brother's keeper and how that's like, yeah i get that it doesn't hit home for me yeah but i get what she's saying right because we were always told when we would fight and stuff it's like that is your brother that is your sister the like you you love you're supposed to love your sister you're supposed to support them or you're supposed you're supposed to uh per, yeah protect each other it was just more of like a ranting yelling at me yelling at us yeah, but I, I think that the whole idea behind coming up with core values for your home, though, because I think even now as we're starting to learn how to parent, 
is like, where are we coming from? Like, what do we really want to instill in our children? Uh, Because I feel like most people, it's like, yeah, like we definitely believe all these things. And it's like, okay, but are you practicing them? Are you showing up as parents in them? Are you instilling these into your children? It gives you purpose too, because you have something to work towards. Right. But then it also, it's like, I feel like when our kids are teenagers or whatever, they're going to be at a place where they're, they're calling us out. If like, I'm Mm -hmm. like doing something like, oh man, I can't do it. They're like, mom, you can do hard things. Mm -hmm. You know that this is like one of our, you know what I mean? Like you hold each other accountable to these things versus when it's just like, yeah, you don't have this like core values. And I I would, I would like it to not be like, oh, these are our core values. I'd like it to just be something that we practice what we preach. You know, like I remember growing up, my family would say family is everything and they showed it they showed it by always showing up they showed it by spending a lot of time together they showed it by putting each other first you know it wasn't like hey our core value is family is everything so how can we today express how families you know i'm just not into that i think this is important between me you and i like if if one of our core beliefs is that i can do hard things then that's something that we say to each other. That's something we say out loud to ourselves. That's something that we show, right? Like you chose to run the half marathon because it's hard, right? And then that's something that you just speak out loud and then our girls will pick up on and then they'll start to believe. I don't know. I kind of want them written down somewhere. Yeah, Not no, like, you can write them down. They don't like all have to be like Do you understand what I'm the saying Ten about, Commandments like, written talking on the about door. it talking about i think is like oh you have to believe this because no these are i get that values. but i it's do like, think no, no, that it is show it i do think it is kind of important to talk about it at some point i feel like obviously our kids are like too young now yeah i just yeah okay maybe i mean we'll see i just think it's something where it's like that's a when we see them like for example you were saying i can't run in the heat mm-hmm. and i corrected you mm-hmm Right. And like, that's because that's my belief. And I was basically forcing my belief onto you. And that's just, it became our, it became a a, a mutual belief in that moment. Right. It's not that you can't run in the heat. So you don't want to, and you have to say what you mean is basically the belief, right? Yeah. You have to say what you actually mean. Mm -hmm. You can't lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Write that one down. You have, like, I believe that you have, you have to say what you mean. That's being impeccable with your word. It's yeah. pretty much the foreign agreements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think that, it, you know, I mean, like that example was you were like, oh yeah, I, I can't run tomorrow because it's going to be 90 and I can't run in the heat. And then I was like, you can't run in the heat or you don't want to. Or I think the first thing I said was, you're going to be mad at what I'm about to say, but you're my wife and I have to call you out when I see you doing things that limit yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple words are different. And then you rolled your eyes. You said, what? Mm-hmm. And I said, you can run in the heat. You don't want to. And you fought it a little bit. But then ultimately, you stopped mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. You ran the next day. No, I think it was that day. No, it was at night. I think we were talking. I think it was after work. Maybe. E- either way. Either way. I said, if you don't want to run... That's completely fine, but you have to face that. Mm-hmm. 
And if you don't want to do things to the listeners, if there's something you don't want to do and you're telling yourself that you just can't do it and it, and it's a lie, you're not hurting anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was the next day you're right because then it really sunk in for me like what you said because on my run, cause yeah, because it was supposed to be like a super hot day. I knew I wouldn't, you're like, wake up early. And I'm like, it just, it never happens that way with like trying to pump and nurse and whatever before I run. And, and so it was just going to be a hot run. And so I got up and I was running and I remember at one point thinking, I was like, I can't do this. And I corrected myself. I'm like, you can do this. You don't want to, but you're doing it. Yeah. It's, so, it's going to suck. Right, right. You just don't want to do it. But now you have control. Right. Because before, when you say you can't, it's out of your hands. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with you. If I could, I would. But then you're like, no, no, I just don't want to. And then it's like, well, then tough. You don't want to? Tough shit. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. Right. Now it completely changes immediately with one word. Right. And it made me do it. And and it made me feel better like on my run too. Like you said, it gave me the control. And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to be doing this, but like, look at you, you're doing it. Yeah. You don't want to be because it's yeah. hot, but you're still doing and it. And there just are some going. things and the example I gave, I'm like, because your mom was kind of in the conversation and yeah. she was like, well, what if she just can't? And I was like, no, I go... I can't dunk on a 10-foot rim. I just can't. No matter how hard I try right now, I cannot dunk. There are things that we can't do right now. Mm -hmm. Like Liz can run. She can run 10 miles. She can run in the heat. Now, if it was something that, hey, my body temperature, when it gets to 100 degrees, I will die. And by running in 90 degree weather, my, my body temperature will get there. And it's like, okay, well then, sure, you can't run in the heat. Sure. I'll give it to you. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're going to die. But that's not what that was. So. Yeah. Which, for some reason, just made me think of how I, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do this. I can't whatever. But they'll be like, I will literally die. And how the dictionary... People changed the meaning of the word yeah. literally that to now mean figuratively. Yeah. The definition of literally is literal. And then, the, you know, like definitions, there's like nine yeah. definitions. One of them is figuratively. Right. The definition of literally is figuratively because we've literally lied to ourselves <laughs> so much that we've changed the definition to mean the opposite of what it actually means. Right. Because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I did this run and I literally died. Right. They're like, are you dead? As a society, no. we've allowed lying to be normal. That the dictionary. Oh my word god! Has oh my changed. god! I just can't. Oh my god! I just I can't even. What? What are you saying? <laughs> Stop! Stop lying to yourself. Phrases that be veto hate. There are so many things that drive me up a wall. It's been a minute. Yeah, you hate it's that been phrase. a lot of minutes. It's um, been actually about a week and a half. <laughs> So what are you saying? All the things. I'm saying all the all things. All the things. All the things. We're just going to cover all hates. the things. What are you covering? All the things. It means nothing. Literally everything. Literally all the things. 
literally all the things Vito I just can't even right now okay so what you've just said means zero to me Back to like Vito's millions of pet peeves. <laughs> it's not even, a, I don't have a million pet peeves. It's just kind of, I don't know. When I hear, it's, you know what it is. When I hear people who I care about, when I hear them say things. That you think are stupid. No, that I know are untrue. I'm, I'm over that stuff. Okay. But when I hear people th- that I care about say things that I know are untrue and I know that they believe it, I have to say something. And in hopes that when I say something like that, that they'll say something to me. Right, like when I say stuff like, I'm just not, I don't have it in me to do X, Y, and Z. I need people who care about me to be like, yeah, you do, and stop saying that because it's untrue and it's stopping you from actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But no one seems to care enough about me to say when I lie to myself. Because I, I, li- like- I say lie to myself to make me feel better. I do it. Why not? It feels better. I do. I know, but I call you out and you don't call me out. I care about you more than you care about me. That's not true. You don't think that I call you out? No. When was the last time you were like, Vito, don't lie to yourself? I mean, I don't word it the way that you are right now. Oh, the only thing that you say that I'm uncomfortable with is you're like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, how? How? Why? <laughs> You're lying. Or you'll be like, you know how amazing you are, and I'll be like, okay. And next conversation. Yeah, and then I'm like, I've told you, I'm like, accept it. Like, it pisses me off when you don't believe me. Like, believe it. I'm not lying to you. I would, I've said I would these. Love, I would love to believe it, babe. I have. I would love to believe it. I just can't. You don't want to. Thank you. You don't want to believe just it. Just handed you a layup. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you pissed me off. But I love you. You should do something about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we would love to know, though, whatever core values you guys are coming up with to help us with our list, too. And What lies are you telling yourself mm, that you know are holding too. you back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coaching sessions with Vito. 101 basics the basics back to basics was that a ufo what was that i feel like it was a giant owl or something we have owls here i know but it sounded like it was like right outside the window or something and it like echoed weird it was probably like the air conditioning kicked on or something (laughs) (laughs) we both heard it we know the mics probably didn't pick it up so you guys didn't but yeah All right. Well, we will talk to you guys soon. Let us know what lies you're telling to yourself. We'll talk to you in a minute. Oh, my gosh. Stop. All right. Bye, guys.